0: Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Today, Coach Elders, Cornerstone University. One of the top NAI programs in America is led by this man, entering 27th season at Cornerstone, three NAI championships, four Final Fours, 40 victories at the NAI Division II Tournament. This coach, after 26th season, 678 wins. That means for the past 26 years, They've averaged 26 wins per season. That's amazing. Winning three out of the four times they step on the floor, Coach Elders is victorious. He was inducted into the NAIA Hall of Fame in 2019, National Coach of the Year three times, eight-time Wolverine Hoosier Conference Coach of the Year. Coach Elders, it's a great honor to have you on.
1: Well, thank you, Bill, and it's exciting to be on, and uh, I'm glad that uh, someone is aware of NAI basketball because it's it's a great level of basketball and it, it definitely needs to um, be exposed and people need to know about it.
0: Well, that's what we're here to do. So coach, could you just start by tell, telling us how you ended up at Cornerstone?
1: It, it goes back a long way. I mean, I started my career in education at a public school. I worked there for uh, three years and then uh, people in our church were going to start a new Christian school. So I went there And I taught at the Christian school for 10 years, but during that time, I actually started uh, coaching a JV team at that school. And through that, the varsity coach ended up coming to what was then Grand Rapids Baptist College. And after a year here, he invited me to come and be his assistant. And I was his assistant for three years. And then he, he left to go another route in education. And then I took over, and that was in. 1993 and i've been uh, here ever since so yes i'm entering my 27th year as head coach and 30th year here at uh, cornerstone university
0: well and it's been an amazing run for you uh, one of the things when people talk about cornerstone i always hear people talk about the culture you know and there's a few other programs around america obviously oregon tech i'm familiar with has that same same type of uh, culture indiana wesleyans bethel is another one you think of what what did it take how did you build that culture at cornerstone uh
1: one step at a time you know we just i inherited it a, a team that was eight and 24 and you know we there was pretty good nucleus coming back but you know my first two years we actually ended up 35 and 40 overall so five games under 500 but we had a player uh in our program he was a sophomore my my very first year as the varsity coach, Jared Crandall, who became Michigan's all-time leading scorer with uh, twenty-seven hundred and seventy-two points, and I was able to coach him, and uh, he was kind of the guy that really jump-started our program. And and then, you know, three years later, after he had graduated, uh, we had brought in some good good pieces along the way, and 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 those guys eventually won the national championship in nineteen ninety-nine. But, you know, I can say a lot of it started with Jared Crandall, who. Got things going for us here at Cornerstone.
0: Oh, it has been an amazing run, and Coach, it's it's uh not only the victories. Obviously, the victories are important. They put the fans in the seats, but it's the what I what I notice about some of these special programs. It's a respect for the opponent opponent and a respect for the game.
1: Yes, you know, and, and we're always gonna you know that's what we teach our guys: respect the game, and definitely respect you know all opponents. Fear none, but respect them and and I think, you know, we've instilled that mindset into our players that, um, you know, and and it's been tougher and tougher as years go on because we've we've been successful. And when we tell our guys, when you got that cornerstone on the front of your jersey, everyone's coming after you. And every year people come after us. So we've had to learn how to how to deal with that. But, you know, we tell our guys they're coming after you, but, you know, play your best and um, stay humble. And I think we've done a good job of that. But uh, you're right. It, it's it's just a mindset. And I think our guys have developed that. You know, every year, the seniors uh, instill that into the freshmen. And then eventually, the freshmen become sophomores and juniors. And then they become seniors. And then they instill that in, in the players that come under them. So it's been a long tradition of, you know, great senior leadership.
0: Coach, before we talk about this season, I have to ask you about one of the most interesting basketball games I ever watched. Pacific Union, two years ago, uh, down at Branson, 8.30 in the morning. I talked to Sam about this earlier today. Two minutes to go, you're down 25 points. Uh, do you remember that game?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: What was going through your mind as you entered halftime of that game?
1: Well, <laughs> I, I've never been in a situation like that before. I mean, And they came to play, and every shot that they, they took went in. They were hitting threes left and right. And, you know, everyone's you know, asked me, I've been asked this many times, so what was your halftime speech? And I I frankly tell them I had no halftime speech. Uh, I just turned it over to my senior leadership, and they did all the talking at halftime and got the guys refocused. And uh, we came out in that second half with a whole new mindset. And, you know, part of it is maybe they had the big lead and they let up a little bit. But our guys weren't going to be denied, and, and we just... You know, I think after the first five or six minutes, we were just kind of, you know, treading water and staying even. And then we just went on a roll and just outscored them. Um, I can't remember the count, but our guys were a very confident group of guys. And, you know, once we got going, uh, that helped our confidence. But, yeah, I've never been a part of a game like that. And, um, you know, a lot of people were counting us out and packing their bags and ready to go home and, and our guys weren't ready to go home
0: well that was certainly an example that game was an example of having a target on your back because all the fans in there that morning start, started rooting for the underdog
1: and <laughs> they did and uh you're right the target is on our back and even when we go to the national tournament we feel like you know the target's on our back you know you know there are some really really good teams out there and You know, sometimes we come in as a higher seed, but we feel like even when we're out there, people are gunning for us.
0: Well, it's definitely a a a good teaching moment in uh, subsequent uh, games where you, you where you maybe felt your team wasn't ready.
1: Oh, exactly. You know, and we tell our guys, you know, there's never too a deficit too too big that we can't overcome, and there's never a lead that's too big that you know we can we can hang on and say all we have to do is coach now. So we've got to play the game and you got to take each minute, you know, one minute at a time and one possession at a time. And, and, uh, it was a great teaching moment. So yeah, I, I do use that, uh, from time to time. Just say, look, if we are ever up 25, it can happen. And if we're ever down 25, it can happen.
0: Well, it was, it was a great, it was a great game coach. We're going to take a quick yeah. break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about your, uh, 2019, 2020 version of, uh, Cornerstone University Basketball and and what's your outlook for the year. Cascade Hoop Talk, Billy D. here with Coach Elders from Cornerstone University. Coach, you have uh, four starters coming back this year. Obviously, you lose uh, one great player in Sam Vanderslice, but talk to us a little bit about this year's team.
1: Well, you're right. We do return, you know, everybody basically on our team except Big Sam and he was, he had, he had a heck of a senior year, he had a heck of a career, but uh, what he did last year just, is one of those seasons that you just, you know, you shake your head at, but, you know, a year ago, we lost Kyle Stang, National Player of the Year, and four-time first-team All-American, Michigan's all-time leading scorer, and we thought, well, what are we going to do now, and, and, you know, guys stepped up, and, and Sam had a monster year, and, and now, you know, we're talking about Sam's gone, and what are we going to do? Well, guys are going to have to step up, and, we're expecting that to happen. Now you know Sam averaged 17 rebounds a game. Had 27, set a national record at the at the uh, tournament with that 27. So we're telling our guys, you know, we don't have Sam blocking shots and getting all those rebounds. So it's going to have to be a team effort. But you're right, we have we have four starters back and some other guys. You know, Gabe Merryweather ended up starting at the end of the season for Riley, Coston, who went down with an injury. So basically, we have five starters back and and the rest of our Core group back so we're excited about this year even though we don't have big sam in the mix
0: so you'll have christian rod rodriguez running the point 175 assists last year he really runs the show there 76 threes as well as you said you'll have ryan coston is he healthy going to be back next year
1: riley coston yeah we're you know he's he's working hard he has he actually had surgery on that foot and we're uh we're hopeful that he makes it back but we don't know for sure and uh, you know, it could be that he he doesn't have a red shirt year, so it's it's looking probably that way that he's going to have a red shirt year. So you know, we're going to struggle without him if he doesn't uh, doesn't play this year. But you know, Christian is kind of the key to our team right now. He's I don't mention all American and had a great sophomore season and we're uh, he's worked really hard in the off season. We really expect him to have a great uh, junior season for us.
0: And then of course you bring back uh, Kyle Hayes. Six eight forward out of Ipsilante, along with Tyler Baker out of Grand Rapids. There,
1: yeah, these guys, you know, they both came in. They would be seniors, but both of them had a redshirt year, so they've actually got, you know, four seasons under their belt, three seasons under their belt already, and one of them obviously being a practice season. But these guys uh, rose to the occasion last year, and and Kyle, we were looking for that that fifth starter last year, and Kyle came in and took that spot at the at the four, and. You know now with with Sam out of there, I think Kyle's going to step up and have a have a great year for us. And he's he's improved immensely. And and Tyler Baker is just a great you know he's six five two guard for us that can shoot. And he played with a little bit of injury last year, and I think he's he's healthy now and his mobility is a lot better. So we're expecting a lot out of Tyler. Just a great uh, shooter, but he's also worked on other parts of his game in the off season.
0: Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Tyler Baker and his shooting. He hit eighty threes last year. That's going to be important for him and Rodriguez to be able to hit and open up that middle. But you also oh, have, sure. uh, you mentioned Gabe Merriweather, but you also have Carter Knight. He's a, a sophomore, is that right? Correct, yeah. So a youngster, but he's six eight. He as well hit 69 threes last year. So you, yeah, you a great shooter. You should have quite the attack for, from the perimeter this year.
1: I hope so. You know, And again, a lot of it depends on how well we establish our game in the post. Uh, because if we can get some respect in there and, and get some scoring from Colin and, and uh you know some other guys then that's gonna definitely open up the, the perimeter for, for Christian and and Tyler and and Carter. Yeah, Carter had a great freshman year, six eight, almost six nine, lefty. He's a stretch four and he, he really stretches the floor for us. He had one game last year where he hit nine three. So he's got that capability and and uh, he's gotten bigger, stronger in the off season, so we're looking forward to Carter having a having a great sophomore season for us.
0: We did. We talked about that coach in our uh, preseason preview of Cornerstone, the the big guys that you have that can roll out, bring their defender defender out, and uh, hit that three. Boy, that can really open up the middle.
1: It sure can, you know. But you know, Sam didn't do that. Sam was pretty much a, a man inside it. Kyle can actually step out and hit some threes. Uh, he's improved that. We have a freshman center that's coming in that's going to see a lot of action for us this year. 6'8", eight Corey Ainsworth, who's been very impressive in the preseason. So, um, but he's not a guy that can step out and shoot the three. But he can knock down the you know the mid range jumper. But uh, we're looking for him to you know take some of those minutes up that that Sam had
0: last year. Yeah, you you talk about Corey Ainsworth there, freshman out of Wayland. Wayland, Michigan, you had a very good, of course, you're cornerstone, so you're always going to fill the cupboard. Uh, he was a fir- first-team All-State. you got to be excited about Ainsworth, huh?
1: Yeah, we are excited, and like I said, he's met our expectations and, and even gone above that. He's fairly new at the game. He hasn't played the game all that long and had a lot of experience, So, but he catches on, very smart young man going in pre-med, and he catches on very quickly. But, we're, yeah, we're expecting a lot of good things out of Corey this year.
0: And Tyler Baker called his little brother and said, "Grant, you're coming to Cornerstone." So Grant Baker, out of Grand Grand Rapids, there in town, six foot two guard, three years all conference in high school.
1: Yeah, you know Grant's a good player, and you know he's come and watched. Actually, his older brother was on our team for a couple couple years as well, and and Tyler. So he's watched his brothers play a lot at Cornerstone, and I think, you know, he saw fit here, and he wanted to come and. Yeah, he had a great high school career, and you know the, the minutes aren't going to be uh, a lot of minutes uh, for some of our newcomers just because we have so many returners at those positions. But yeah, we're excited to have Grant in our program.
0: Uh, you also have uh, you recruited Zach Webb, a six foot three guard out of Fish, Fishers, Indiana. I have a question for you, Coach. Is is there something in the water in Fishers, Indiana? It seems as I go through NAIA teams and look at their recruits and their rosters, that I don't know how big that town is, but boy, there seems to be a lot of lot of NAIA players from Fishers.
1: Yeah, and what I've been told is there's two huge high schools down there, Fishers, and I don't know the other one, but very good basketball down there. And if you would do your history and look up, you'd find a lot of good players came from from Fishers that played, you know, D1 basketball. So it's it's a hotbed. You know, Indianapolis area is a hotbed for for basketball. So Zach was a late recruit for us, and we're looking forward to you know what he can provide for us. You know, possibly this year, but certainly down the
0: road. And then you have a you have a couple more in the wings there. Luke Schrotenbauer, Schrotenbor, uh, Byron Center, Michigan, a six-three forward, as well as uh, Trent Summerfield from right there in Grand Rapids, a six-foot-three guard.
1: Yeah, we're excited about both these guys. You know, Luke is six-four, athletic. And can do a lot of good things. Trent was actually the uh, Grand Rapids Player of the Year for the dream team here in the Grand Rapids area. so we're excited to have him. He's a kid that came to our camps as a young man and and now he's um, you know graduated from high school and decided he wanted to come to Cornerstone but he's a he's a good get for us but he was voted you know the best player in the Grand Rapids area a year ago
0: So the corner the cornerstone future seems bright uh, but speaking of the future here in uh, four weeks, you jump right into the fire. Indiana Wesleyan, and the next day or two days after that, Spring Arbor, the the national champion.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know who, who scheduled that, but that guy should be fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, this is the tournament that we've done. I think this must be the end of our third round. So this will be the 12th year we've actually run this tournament. It's a classic with, um, you know, Austin Aquinas from the WAC and then uh, Indiana Wesleyan and Spring Arbor from the Crossroads. So, uh, yeah, you know, every year, you know, Wesleyan's going to be there. Great program. Great kind of done an unbelievable job there. Um, And then Spring Arbor with Ryan Cottingham, he's just done a phenomenal job there and what a great team that they have. So, yeah, we're going to be tossed in the fire right off the bat. And then the following week we host a tournament and we've got Morningside coming here. So we've, we're going to play some of the top teams right off the bat. So we'll find out, you know, where, we at, where we're at, that's for
0: sure. Well, Coach, season's right around the corner. I know it's a busy time for you. You know, I noticed reading your profile, you uh, you mentioned your grandchildren. You know, as the season gets going, you always got to remember to take time with that family and those grandkids. You and I are about the same age, and if I'd have known I'd lived this long, I'd taken better care of myself so I could spend more time with my grandkids. They're great, aren't they?
1: Oh they're awesome. Yeah. My wife Holly and I have 3 and uh they're just the joy of our lives and we look forward to when we can babysit them every week and uh you know if we don't get them for a particular weekend or get to see them it, it's kind of a a bummer for us. So it's it's definitely a joy for us to have grandkids and it's great to have a have a wife that I have that just is very supportive as well of, of me and She's my number one fan, so I couldn't do it without her.
0: No, that that's fantastic, Coach. You know, uh, small college basketball is all about family. In fact, at most schools, it is a, a family in the truest sense. In most programs, so you know, it's it's just so important though to to take time and and remember that that's that's really what it's all about. That's what's important. Absolutely,
1: it, that's what it's all about. Basketball is just a means of taking these young men and trying to bring them along and. And uh, when they help, hopefully when they graduate, they become productive men in society and, and make an impact for our world.
0: Well, coach, we really appreciate you taking the time today to uh, talk to us. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'm hoping during the season that at some point we can get you back on. Fans really enjoy, you know, hearing the perspective from around the country. So hopefully we can get you back on during the season.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Thank you, Coach Elders from Cornerstone University. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank
1: you very much for having me on.